It's not the length podcast. Rest, recover, rise with 4-5 CBD oil. The world's first certified 0% THC CBD oil. It's not the length podcast. This rhythm is called Kogunikoku. Used in some particular kind of shrines. In my hometown, Abekuta City. It goes like this. Welcome to It's Not The Length, episode 17. Your host, Paul Evans, here. And a bit of a different show lined up this time. We're going to be bringing on Chaz Smith and Derek Riley, the two men behind Beach Crit. And they're going to be joining myself and Ben Mundy for the greatest surf quiz in the world ever. It's the Royal Rumble of Surf General Knowledge. We're going to be doing a quiz via the digital magic of Zoom. A little bit of an awkward one, time-wise. The small hours in France, midnight in the UK, of course, Chaz over there in San Diego, California. Des is in Sydney, Australia, where it's tomorrow morning. So a late one for us. Chaz, who is not a prolific replier to emails, but is very, very punctual, actually joined the Zoom before even I did. So I caught up with Chaz first. And we just wait for Derek to come online. And of course, my co-host, Ben Mundy. Just a little bit of an introduction. If you don't know Chaz Smith, he's... Uh, former writer at Stab when Derek was the editor when he kind of made his name in surfing went on to write the book Welcome to Paradise and Now Go to Hell and of course the two of them now behind Beach Grit Chaz has written and directed a number of movies as well one about Jamie O'Brien one more recently about Lisa Anderson and he's got a couple of more books in the pipeline too which we might hear a little bit about during the show I first met Chaz back in 2009 in Portugal at the Hotel Soleil Peniche when this Rip Curl CT was on. And I think at the time I actually thought uh, he was Derek with a. I, thought was, I think I thought Chaz Smith was just a pen name for Derek Riley. Uh, but it turns out he was a real person. I'm podcasting with you and Ben Mundy. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. You've got another book coming out, have you? I do. I do. And I'm starting the fourth right now, which is. Fucking hell. Every time, every damn time, I think, why am I doing this when I'm what's starting three, what's, what's three about and what's four about? Three is Middle East. Uh, four is my cousin's a, I guess, sort of famous bank robber. Uh, wow. yeah. And so it's that one. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing. I, I had the genius idea where I don't know if it's that genius, but he's basically writing his prison memoir. Nice. Uh, from prison. He, he's back in prison. So he's writing like his, this is my story. Uh, and it's, there's moments, but it's pretty terrible. But I was thinking, oh, just like we used to shrink wrap uh, DVDs on surf mags. Uh, I'm going to write a book like around his prison memoir and just shrink wrap his on the front of mine <laughs> and send her out. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Where you get like an, a sort of addiction prison memoir alongside my calling bullshit on all of his stuff that's well, not come on dan let's pick it up here buddy Go. and how many podcasts do you do a day like three at this point it's awful yeah i mean it's like not three but it's like a good five a week which is five too many yeah right it's mm. awful but are they surf quizzes though no i mean the surf quiz is going to be fun should we get quizzing, dudes? Let's get quizzing. So it's me and Riley versus Smith and Mundy are the teams. Oh. In the interest of sort of 
stirring the pot. I'm going to ask Chaz. Chaz's going to ask me. Mandy's going to ask Derek and vice versa, which reminds me a little bit of when I had a French girlfriend and I stayed over here. And her friend had a boyfriend, but every time we went in the car, I went with her girlfriend and her dude took my chick. There was always a slight element of, I don't know, there was a slightly sort of slight element of danger, but you knew there wasn't, probably wasn't going to be full penetration. But it's still, it was still in the air. Like, oh, we only kiss, we only kiss. Oh, then, then you push and say, oh, I touch my tits. <laughs> Chaz Smith, you're up first. Your chosen topic, your specialist subject is surfing and cigarette smoking. Um, what's your song of choice, Chaz? Should you and Monday ultimately prevail? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say anything by Noah Cyrus. Five questions on surfing and cigarette smoking starts now. Which South African comp was sponsored by a cigarette brand organized by Sean Thompson's dad? Jebech. A famous South African surf comp. Uh, the Gunston 500. Exactly. One from one. He's looking really, really good. Okay, which brand of cigarettes features in Rob Bain's Gamote theme song on Ain't That Swell? So this is presumably it's Bainey's favorite pack of smokes. Which cigarette brand? It's got to be Camel. It's Winnie Reds, Winston Reds. <sighs> okay, I'm which- a Camel guy. <laughs> Which big wave lord, famous surf dad and gunsmith is said to have chucked a beer can over his shoulder, flicked a cig on the sand and paddled out at the bay in the 50s? Why am I Ross, buying it? Ross Clark Jones. The, 19, the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. How old is he? <laughs> is, that your final, is that your final answer? That's it. It's Pat Curran. Oh, damn it. Okay, which aerial icon smoked a Marlboro Red mid-heat during the runaround jetty jump off at the Quick Cup in Anglet in 2002, which might be Pro Surfing's only mid-heat cigarette break? So, San Clemente. Christian Fletcher. Exacto Mundo. He's back in the game. He's two from four. (laughs) Okay, I'm thinking of a quite famous photo. um, Kelly Slater. Yeah, almost certainly staged a young Harry Slater smoking and pouting in a quicksilver beanie, which... New Island. Uh, and oh, Steve, Steve Sherman on the photo, on the lens. I want to know, the name, I want to know the name of the photographer. It Steve was, Sherman. It's Sean David, Tasmanian. Whoa, the Tasmanian Hawaiian. I thought it, I thought it was Sherm. Um, nope. It's not black and white. You can tell it's not Sherm because it's not black and white. <laughs> and that's um, interesting Derek do you still do your, your impression of Sherman do you still do that I love him I love him too much to do a public ah! <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, um, come over here put your cup above your head give me six fingers Kelly but he is uh, honestly Steve Sherman is a treasure and um, surfing I think is poor off when he's not around Okay, so Chaz Smith, after your opening round, it's uh, respectable, but not groundbreaking. Two from five, well done. How do you feel that? I mean, I feel if I get anything in a surf quiz, I feel it's good. If I'm one for anything, that's a victory. I should have had. I should have had more. To be honest, Sean sure. Davies, I really should have had a little bit let down. I, Pat Curran, I, I thought you would have had that. But. That that one too. The the I threw out. I swear, Sherm. <laughs> 
has beaten us up over that uh, Kelly smoking photo. Has he? Did he not, Derek? Was that uh, Davies? No, it appeared, it appeared in tracks, and I remember it so vividly. We were at a little campfire in uh, King Island, and uh, Kelly was with a uh, local legend at the time, Wire, and um, yeah, he was just getting into a swing of things with the boys. Do you reckon he was really smoking, or was he just pretending? No, I think he was. We wanted to put it on the cover, and they wouldn't let us. Who wouldn't let you? Oh, Ridgeway, I suppose. He was a publisher, yeah. <laughs> I, saw him, I saw him smoking a spliff at... Um, at reunion during the search event. Kelly yeah. Slater. Did Kelly I Slater's fucking a split. We, yeah. need to check this, we need to check this with legal. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. Paul's <laughs> producer and legal. <laughs> um, okay, so who's up next? I guess it's going to be Monday quizzing Riley. Derek Riley. I mean, we, we don't have to introduce Derek, do we? We all know who, who he is. Um, labelled a bright mischievous surf journalist, derogated Australia Surfing Life magazine from 1995 to 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Surf Europe when it was good for a year and co-founded Stud Ooh. magazine in 2004, which he sold for a magic bean. <laughs> uh, I first met Derek in the Map office in uh, Chinatown back when Tracks was up the road from Waves and uh, we've been acquaintances but never friends ever since. Uh, Derek, what's your... Um, a specialist trivia subject today. Uh, the big wave career of Philip Toledo. Whoa! And uh, if you, or if we, if uh, if you win with uh, Paul, what uh, what song are you going to play out? What's what's your track of choice? Bobby Gentry. He made a woman out of me. About a sixteen-year-old uh-huh. girl that that is flower, flowers in a womanhood, courtesy of a man up the river. <laughs> Classic Riley. Okay, so Philip Toledo's big wave career. Question number one. What year did Philippe score at the ASP or WSL's only second ever perfect zero at Chopu? 2015. Who scored, I think, 16 or something. That is correct. It was only about four foot, though, wasn't it? But we'll, we'll, still, we'll still take it. It's funny, though, because we just put out a movie with it and you see the waves that Italo got, and they're pretty solid. They're pretty chunky. In 2018, in the previous heat the day before, and he hurt his elbow, so I guess he's pretty, pretty shaken up by that. Uh, in 2018, a pipe and something of a vindication, as featured in the Beach Grit short movie Candid. What length of board did uh, Philippe Toledo use? A choice approved by that, uh, the goat Kelly Slater. How big was his board in pipe for 2018? Fuck, is it a 6'6"? That's incorrect. It was a six foot four, Derek. Fuck. Fuck. I watched that movie so many fucking times. <laughs> Laying us down there, Derek. Come years, on, man. Two years watching that movie. I didn't. Fuck. Ah! In 2019, at the box, it wasn't huge, but it was thick. It was one way traffic against Jack Robinson in flowering tubes. Was Philippe Toledo's combination combo bigger or smaller than his age and years when he qualified? Oh, that's a good one. So the combination he needed against Jack Robertson, was that bigger or s- smaller than the number when he, his age uh, when big, he qualified? Yeah, because he was 17 when he qualified. That's right. Well done. Yeah, he needed an 18.57 against uh, Robbo. Get in. Okay, the, uh, <laughs> that distributor of ideas uh, known as the Inertia ran a clickbaity Wanna See Toledo Surf Wire Me a piece in early 2018. What was the name of the clip? Oh. Oh, oh, 
Paul said, I'm going, he's, Paul said he'll give you a clue here, but even though yeah. he's on the, he's your own team, but well, I wrote the it questions. is the name of a set. It's a name of a South uh, Sydney slab. Uh, the name of the clip as well. Ah, oh, South Sydney slab, which is ours, a Solander. Um, Not that one. Uh, <laughs> a bit further south. Uh, voodoo. <laughs> I'm going to need an answer, Derek. Big one, voodoo. At Wami Bay. No, it was called the Island. <sighs> and lastly, the original, the original slab. Surely. Good question again. Uh, after Philippe Toledo's performance at the Pipe Masters in 2015, who wrote, well, fuck, that was awkward for just about everyone involved. A bit like, a bit like asking a Mormon to try anal on the first date. That has to be Paul Evans. Nick Carroll. No. Lewis Samuels. Oh, oh. Lewis. Mm. Wow, getting edgy again. <laughs> well, it, was too, it was only the last time you got edge. All right, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, were you collating the uh, – there wasn't many to collate there. Was that he got nothing? two. It's all even two. Stevens so far. Uh, uh, did Derek, we embarrassed ourselves. You well, got an inertia fucking clip. Yeah. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest, yeah, I, the inertia clip is a bit of a shoehorn, but there's not there's not that many like what other questions are there? You know, like, I don't had so much to go on. I had your clip that came out two days ago, and, and that was it. <laughs> Paul Evans. Yep. What's the category? My specialist subject is "Welcome to Paradise, Now Go to Hell" by Chaz Smith, <laughs> and if I emerge victorious, the song that I've chosen which is. Very topical at the moment is obviously the Nigerian multi instrumentalist Fela Kuti, and it is one of his classics, Black Man Why Day Suffer. Like, this goes well with our current climate. There's a character, a main character in the book Welcome to Paradise Now Go to Hell, that enjoys Jew food. Which is that character who enjoys Jew, who once enjoyed Jew food? Uh, I just read that exact page as I skim read through in the last couple of hours waiting for this to happen. It is Fast Eddie Rothman. Fast Eddie Rothman, somebody cooked him Jew food and he loved it, right? It was an old lady. It was an old lady on the North Shore, I think. Yeah. I and he liked a, it. A Jew. A Jewfish, uh, some, somebody cooked him Jew food and he liked it. Yeah, I think they made him like uh, tabbouleh or something. That's, Leban- that's Lebanese. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, let's just be honest. Israel claims it all. Israel claims falafel to tabbouleh to the rest of it. Yeah, but, hummus. Yeah, hummus. Ooh, wait. Did, did something fall? We just got upgraded? That really happens. What do you mean? I missed that. Did that cost $7? Oh, it's the, the uh, Zoom got upgraded. Paul, you okay. must be. Uh, it must be the content. I think it's, they, uh, they realised so They realised something these was going down. time. Something was going down here. Yeah. Okay, Paul Evans. Yep. Uh, the protagonist of Welcome to Paradise Now Go to Hell, Chaz Smith. Yep. Was invited to a party at the Rip Curl House. Mm-hmm. Who was he invited by? I think I know this. Is it me? It's Paul Evans. <laughs> <laughs> these are gimmies. And who, who introduced you to um, to Mick Fanning? Ooh, that's that's question number three. Oh, Paul sorry. Evans. Yep. 
who introduced at the party that Chaz Smith was invited to by Paul Evans. Whom introduced Chaz Smith to Michael Eugene Fanning? It was Australian uh, journalist and writer Tim Baker, uh, or at Tim Baker, as he's known on social medias. Yeah. At Tim Baker, you're three for three and so don't far. You call, what, what, about the, what about the, the Australian surf journalist who denied that the that um, Mick Fanning called Chaz a Jew. Who was that? Who was, what was the name of that journalist who denied it? Even when Mick Fanning later admitted it, who was the um, who was the journalist who denied it ever happened? And he was right there and heard it. Wasn't me. That <laughs> <laughs> was it. Was it? Who was it, Chaz? It's also Tim Baker. <laughs> Tim Baker for the twofer. This isn't yeah. so much about the book as it just went the night you went to a party. Yeah, I mean, though, haven't you read the book? That's all the book is. <laughs> I mean, uh, the book could be could have been titled "The Night I Went to a Party." <laughs> okay, no, no, didn't like me. Paul Evans. Yep. There are two up and coming surfers featured in a heat. I guess they they didn't surf against each other, but. They both represented part of professional surfing and the, not only that, the soul of surfing. Who were those two surfers? Heavily featured, only two. Don't know, Colo, is Colo, hey? I read something about him just now. Chloe and, I mean, Carissa Moore, they're unlikely to surf a heat together. I'm just going to say those two because it'd be all going to forget them all, right? Chloe and Carissa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the book is so shallow that there's only basically two questions to ask about it. But... I'm sorry. It was Kolohe and John Florence. Ah, of who, course, of course. But I did feel fairly tuned in to peg those two it's years before they were mattered, right? Yeah, Kolohe's gone on to do really well, hasn't he? <laughs> I mean, he's all that exists in America is Kolohe and Dino. Yeah. Give me um, name. Name me another American surfer. Bud Lamas. Bud Lamas. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at that bit as well actually before just as I was flicking through I did look at the colorway bit but yeah I obviously didn't read it well enough I should have no, got no. that should have got you that, missed but. one you missed one John John Florence and Colohe cool. and Dino no worries no worries that's fine I'm three from four uh, is this the last question right here yep here we go then what is the name of Fast Eddie Rothman's Youngest child. Um, that I did read this bit. Is it Lono? It is Lono Rothman. Come Ooh. on, <laughs> get in out of the park. Lono Rothman. We have yes. Makua, we have Koa, and we have a Lono Rothman. Sweet. So I got four from five on that. That's pretty strong. That's a, that's a crusher. I really enjoyed it. A classic, a literary classic at this point. <laughs> I love I love the, the scene when you're um, I think the high point of the, for me writing wise is when you're in the I think you're in the Kui and there's a guy doing the gardening he's got a funny t-shirt on or something. Oh yeah, that, I, that was a really. Good I think the, I I don't know if anyone's ever said this to your face or to your screen, but I think the sort of general kind of criticism of maybe the ending didn't quite have the heft that it was kind of set building up to this crescendo. You've probably heard this a thousand times, but who gives a fuck anyway? Who cares about the ending on books anyway? It, I mean, that's the whole problem is that when does the ending actually ever deliver on what the half-baked idea was at the start? I mean, unless you actually died and then you wouldn't be able to write it anyway, but like, 
gee, you already got beaten up. Like, what's what, what's going to happen to you? Like, kind of. So, yeah, that's the whole problem. Yeah, yeah. Who can, who can right. even do shit in a letdown like movies? But I just read a book and I finished it last night. It had the most amazing ending. Can I read it? Can I just run upstairs and get it? It's like a paragraph or the ending. Yes. Um, good questions, though. I like the way um, you went in, kind of relatively easy, but they did get a little bit trickier. I mean, I mean, it's really hard. Let's be honest. It's a very, it's not a very deep book. There's not too many things in there that are unknowable. No, but you know, yeah, okay. I mean. Yeah, that's not I mean, belittle was, my achievement of getting four out of five <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Be, I've just said loads of nice stuff about the book. So. Be, one, of, one of the answer was your own name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there wasn't there was an element of that. I mean, Monday, it, might, it might not come as a huge surprise still, to you to learn that some of the other questions I've written, I come up again <laughs> later on in the quiz. Or I might do. I might do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready for a really cool ending? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a book called uh, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McCullers, and it was written, I guess, in the 50s or something. Oh, I read that recently. How good is it? Yeah, it's really good. Fuck, but the, the ending's amazing. So the, um, one of the great protagonists of the book is a, is a deaf mute, and he um, shoots himself, and he's, this, friend of, this friend of his is sort of uh, features at the end. And he says, uh, sweat glistened on his temples and his face was contorted. One eye was opened wider than the other. The left eye delved narrowly into the past while the right gazed wide and frightened into a future of blackness, error and ruin. And he was suspended between radiance and darkness, between bitter irony and faith. Sharply he turned away. Louis, he called. Louis, Louis. Again, there was no answer. But mother of God, was he a sensible man or was he not? And how could this terror throttle him like this when he didn't even know what caused it? And would he just stand there like a jittery ninny or would he pull himself together and be reasonable? For after all, was he, he was a sensible man, or was he not? Bet wet his hang, uh, Biff wet his handkerchief beneath the water tap and patted his drawn, tense face. Somehow he remembered that the awning had not yet been raised. As he went to the door, his walk gained steadiness, and when at last he was inside again, he composed himself soberly to await the morning sun. <gasps> I agree with that. That's an ending right there. That's an ending. That's how you bring it up. paradise, I mean, <laughs> wait till wait till the next one. I'm Chaz, gonna just rip that straight off. Chaz, were you texting then? I wasn't. I was listening <laughs> raptly. I looked at my phone and no new texts came in, so I was clean. You'll see. You'll see his arms kind of lengthen and his shoulders <laughs> shoulders taut. <laughs> yeah, sit from a distance behind the computer to give the impression he's staring. I mean, it's the sunglasses. I already told Paul Evans. It's the whole glory of sunglasses during video podcasts. What was the book again, Derek, that you've just ruined for anyone that might... Um, might, <laughs> well, might give away too much. But it's The Heart is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McCullers. And, and Mundy just read it, which is amazing. Yeah, I've read it recently. Yeah, she, I think yeah, she only wrote a couple of books. That was one of the... She was real young when she wrote that too. Yeah, she was, a, she was a bad She was... Like, it had all these strokes when she was a kid. She was paralysed down one side. Didn't know whether she's a lesbian or not. Married this guy. He wanted to have a mutual suicide pact. She didn't want to be in the mutual suicide pact. So he went off to Paris and killed himself and you know, all sorts of cool shit. The pain of the writer. Can I just say, so far, I think this is going really well. I sort of had, I had reservations. It was kind of a tricky thing, but I think, I think everyone's doing really well so far, I'd just like to say, by me. Thanks, Paul. Okay, let's see. Let's, you know, we're not there yet. You know, it's like, just take it one eight at a time, mate. We've got, you know, got a few rounds to get through. Who's next? I think Derek's serving <laughs> to Monday, isn't he? Ask him what his yeah. topic is and what his song is. Oh, man, I didn't have to fucking spoof Phoebe there. I was going to go Sorry, sorry, mate. I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs>
<laughs> then what song do you want to, want to be your intro and outro song? If you win this, which may or not, may not happen. What's, what's your song? Um, Build Me Up Buttercup by The Foundations. This is going to be the can song you, that plays out this um, super quiz. Can you sing it a little? No. Come I, on, I, I, Let's wait for the... Uh, Buttercup, two. you... I can't remember the rest. Why <laughs> do you build me up? Let build me up, Buttercup. Don't break my heart. Oh, you see, you got a voice like an angel. It really is. Yeah. Your face yeah, like an angel and a voice like an angel. What I admire about Bang's song choices is he doesn't feel like he needs to go kind of obscure or look at my record collection. He's like comfortable with going for something, kind of a, you know, something at a wedding that would go down quite well with all generations. It's like, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Arnie, uh, Arnie, Pam and Cousin Kev both love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, Ben. So your um, specialty today is the, WSL's 2019 qualifying series. Yes, please. So, Ben, four nations qualified surface by the 2019 qualifying series. Name them. Australia. Um, the USA. Uh, oh. Which is, which is the obvious. Out. You're out. So, uh, okay, so Ben, since no, you... No, you can have uh, one more. You can have one more, Eric. Let, keep, let him keep going. He can get one more. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. So uh, Portugal. Yes. Australia. Brazil. Um, Brazil. Yep. And South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, we'll let him have that. We'll let him have it. <laughs> four countries competing on the dang WQS. <laughs> Okay, um, which surfer took particular pleasure in having eliminated Brazilian qualification rivals in a post-heat interview in Eresera, Portugal, with a distinctly Aussie expression, ah, sucked in? <laughs> uh, that would, I would say that might have been uh, Stu Kennedy. Yep. We oh, there and we sucked in. Who's <laughs> <laughs> laughing now, huh? <laughs> yeah, at that stage he thought he'd qualified. I didn't. I didn't know what it meant, but I knew I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> a building site right now. And someone's going, Stu, you're on the radio, mate." <laughs> Sucked in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number three. Just so two out of two. Um, Paul Evans set a Guinness World Record for most pro surf <laughs> ASPWSL live broadcast commentary days in a calendar month with an historic feat of broadcasting skill and endurance in 2019, 26 days. With the record experts believe will endure longer than Bob Beeman's 8.90 long jump. Name in full the three WQS events. WQS events. Uh, Pantin. Yeah, the full. That's, uh, that's the just the name of the town. Yeah, just Pantin. It's not even in there. The Galicia Pro Pantin. Nope. Or whatever it's called. Um, Keep going, but the, struggling. The... Um, so then there was in the Azores, Azores Pro, <laughs> Azores Open. It was in the Azores. Azores I was there. <laughs> the, Santa, the Santa Cruz Pro, Azores. No, no, no. Put him out of his misery, Derek. <laughs> just remember all the nice holidays you have with Paul. Oh, fuck. Oh, was that all these events? I just can't remember the name of them. So there's and the, the, cap- they're quite simple. The and the Erisera. The Erisera Pro. The uh, EDP Billabong Pro Aerocera and the uh, Azores Airline Pro. 
Yeah, you're not having a pint for that, Mundy. Um, but it was a great world record, and long may it stand. <laughs> okay, question number four. Which American QS are set in the post-heat at uh, Caparica Pro 3000 QS in April 2019 when asking his plans for the rest of the day? I'm going on a Tinder date. <sighs> mm, tricky. John Did you say what nationality he was? I know this one. He's American. Uh, I think he's from San Quentin. Kind of got a bob. Bob's a little bit of a bob haircut. Uh, it, um, Jet Chili. No. G. <laughs> uh, c- 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 it's one of those, um, one of those sepos. Yeah. Oh. Mia Collins. No, it's not her. <laughs> Jet, yeah, Jet Schilling. Yeah, Jet Schilling. No, it's uh, Nolan Reposa. Ah, uh, that little fucker. Yeah, yeah, fair play. He does good. Yeah, he does good post heat. That kid. Good question, Derek. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> studied uh, studied the tour. It's almost like you're watching. It's almost like you you tuned into that. Is it? <laughs> I did. I was I was the one person watching that. <laughs> so uh, just no, not. Oh yeah. Hit me. So, so you've got two out of four so far. Um, final question is. Which part of early 2009 QS frontrunner Jadson Andre's body did Richard the Dog Marsh say he should get an operation to have shortened? <laughs> oh, I should, I should know this. He's, he needs what? Big, brown and beautiful. He needs his, he needs his torso shortened. Ooh, close his arms. And um, I have to admit, Paul Evans came up with those questions. I, th- I th- well, considering two were about him but specifically, that's unsurprising. <laughs> I thought it was just the right amount of sort of innuendo on that last one as well, just the exact right amount for sort of broadcast as well. Mm. Please with that. Yeah, I'm just, I let you down there, Chaz. I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. Hey, man, I let us, I let us down too, Ben. Let's be honest. This, this reminds me of when Derek Hine took all those people down to King Island for the finless, finless thing, and he's the only person ever in the rid of finless board, <laughs> so it could humiliate everybody in the video. <laughs> Africa, Tom Carroll, um, Heath Josky, all those guys have never ridden finless before, and you know, Derek Hines is the king of the fucking party. And this is like the same thing. Paul's just the king of the party. <laughs> got, we've got Jen Okay, so Chaz Charlie Smith. Let's move into some general knowledge. Five of the best. Are you ready? Yeah. Your five questions on general knowledge start now. Question number one, surfing Smiths. What Smith was called the most underrated surfer in the world in 1977 by Rory Russell? So all you got to do is come up with a Christian name. Which Smith? Tom Carroll. No, this guy's called Smith. It's like something. He wasn't called Tom Carroll Smith. Something Smith. <laughs> Which Smith? Uh, Victor. It's Cole Smith, of which there are two, which I'm assuming Derek and Ben both know. And this particular one comes from Monday's hometown of Redhead Beach, Newcastle. Cole oh, Smith. Ben, why did you throw me a bone there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I should have. I should have. <laughs> Okay, I thought you might get that because there haven't been that many Smiths. Um, yeah, no. The only Smith I know is Tom Carroll, to be honest. <laughs> okay, question number two. Let's talk some bra boys. Why not? Um, in the movie, the documentary about the bra boys, in what way do the Abertons, or particularly Kobe, says he's planning on going legit 
with his investments. Incidentally, uses a soft S on the plural, which I particularly <laughs> liked. But, um, how are the Abertons going to go legit buying and selling? Is this for Ben? No, this is this is still you, mate. This is oh oh. Uh, I'm going to go real estate. I'll give you that. It's actually houses, which he pronounces. <laughs> he pronounces it houses, which I really really like. That's buying and selling houses like that. I um, but I'm going to give you that real estate. Good, Chas. Good. <laughs> You're back in the room. Nicely done. Buying and selling houses. Okay, question number three, immigration. Which Brazilian was barred entry to the U.S. for quite sort of Trump-esque reasons, um, but also didn't get barred in the entire South Pacific leg in his rookie CT year 2008? Which Brazilian suffer barred entry? Neko Pararat. Fortunately, no, it's Jihad Koda. Oh, man, Jihad Coder is my favorite Brazilian surfer. Basically, didn't get him in because of his name. They kind of looked at his name and went, Jihad? I totally forgot about, uh, yeah. Damn it, I should have had that one. Jihad was really my number one for a long time. Wow, chin up, still too much. He was a Muslim, too. He is a Muslim. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's two, still two more great questions to go to keep you you in this. Okay, let's talk some LinkedIn bios. I'm going to read you one, and you, all you have to do is tell me whose LinkedIn bio this is. Ready? Yep. I'm a writer and editor, both capitalized, splitting my time between Los Angeles and San Francisco's beautiful sunset neighborhood. At your goggles. <laughs> Let me finish it. <laughs> <laughs> it's correct. It's absolutely nailed it. It's capitalized writer. That's unusual. Um, I've spent the last decade writing and or working for the Sarasota Herald Tribune, in brackets, a Pulitzer-winning newspaper once owned by the New York Times. Bit weird. Um, as well as for a variety of other publications, and this is something that shook me to my very core, N Plus One, Vice, Surfer, Stab, Munchies, Surfer's Village, Visit St. Petersburg, Beach Grit, Sarasota Edible, some other stuff. Wrote Ashton Sea Legs Goggins. Wrote for Beach Grit. I didn't know that. Ashton Sea Legs Goggins got his more or less his start at Beach Grit. Did he not, Derek? I mean... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this and... Uh... Anyway, yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a writer and editor, and you're two from four so far and going great guns, Chad Smith. Okay, this question takes a slightly different format. We're going to talk some Blackout Tuesday, and I'm going to name you some scenarios that appeared on Instagram, and you're going to tell me the influencer that came up with the content. Got okay, it. so yesterday, not everyone went the black square, matched the content to the influencer. Okay, A, influencers are holding hands with a black girl um, and they've both got their hair braided in what I guess you could describe as an Afro-Caribbean style, but the influencer, of course, in this case is white. Uh, B, we've got Main Street USA, which, which might be Long Beach burning with a Winston Churchill quotes. And C, we've got an all-black shortboard. And your influencers are reigning world champ, Italo Ferreira, the shaper, Matt Mayhem Biolas, and Maud Lecar. So I want to know, holding hands with a black girl, Main Street, USA, Winston Churchill, all black shortboard. Italo, Violas, Maud. Violas. Well, no, you, you got to match them. There's three things. Oh, Matt Violas, holding hands with a black girl. <laughs> but 
hair braided. Hair braided. Uh, I'm going to go Idolo, Long Beach Burning. And I am going to go uh, Jihad Choder for the third one. Okay, unfortunately, it's not the right answer. So uh, Italo Ferreira just posted an all-black shortboard with, like, black lights matter or something. I just thought was... And absolutely nailed it and probably solved the problem. <laughs> it's fucking comedy genius, just a black board. <laughs> um, Maud was holding hands with the black girl and obviously Matt Mayhem Biolas chose as his beacon of social justice... The man who described Indians who killed three million of them with a forced famine described them as sort of savages and recommended to gassing them, Winston Churchill. So well done to everyone involved. Churchill going to guess? Indians. Well, he wanted to gas some, basically, he, what, he was actually, he, what, the quote about the gassing, he was calling out some of the other sort of British army sort of genocidal maniacs that weren't so keen on gassing them as he was. And, it's like, <laughs> and when he when he caused the famine in '43, he sort of artificially created a famine in Bengal. Um, he said, "It's all right; they breed like rabbits anyway." So you know, no worries. But yeah. <laughs> Churchill escaped from a Boer prison when he was a young man, covering the Boer War. Um, well, it was a tale of uh, adventure and daring. The Boer War, of course, where uh, the British invented the concentration camp, locked up the Boer farmers' wives and children. It's another uh, sort. Of Gloving part of our, <laughs> of, our, of our LinkedIn CV. If you want to get into white privilege, of course, Winston Churchill was born, actually born in Blenheim Palace, not even in the hospital. He was born in the palace itself, which is <laughs> quite a famous sort of landmark, quite opulent, stately let's home. Not, let's not start on Gallipoli and his role in that. Yeah, which has been largely overplayed in the Australian creation. <laughs> We're getting off topic. Um, okay, Chaz, good stuff. That was fun. You're consistent, uh, really consistent, which is, which is important. Two. Another another two from five from you on Jen Nolan. To be fair, the questions weren't as easy as they might have been. So good job. I feel good. Ash and Goggins. Nailed that one straight away. Okay. Um, let's play Derek, Derek, Derek or Derek. You ready? Was it Derek Hind, Derek Ho, Beric DeVries or Derek Donor that said, a good surfer is a good surfer. He could be luminescent orange. The way he surfs is the way he surfs. And his surfing has done him justice. Was that... Okay, so... Was it Derek Hind, Derek Ho, Beric DeVries, or Derek Doner? It wasn't Derek Doner. Probably wasn't Derek Ho. Derek Ho. It's um, either going to be DeVries or Derek Hind. Can you just read the quote again? It might be a bit too flowery for DH. So. A good surfer is a good surfer. He could be luminescent orange. The way he surfs is the way he surfs, and his surfing has done him justice. Oh, Derek Hind. Oh, incorrect. Sorry, it was uh, Beric DeVries. Ah, oh, fuck! It was one out of ten. She. I think it was the one anyway with Paul Evans' stellar effort. But go on, Ben, number two. Speaking of uh, Derek Hind, uh, what degree? Did he earn from Sydney University in 1978? Hmm. Um, I imagine it's an arts degree. Bachelor of Economics. Ooh. Ah, that's, that's one of the arts, one of the great arts. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's, that's a science. That's the degree I did. 
it's a science, isn't that, it? That, I mean, it's, it is, yeah, that's more of an that's the degree I did, and it's, it's got me right here at one o'clock in the morning talking to you lot. So, uh, <laughs> really paid off. Yeah. Uh, in what year did Mick, the ginger ninja Campbell, punch Andy Irons in the face after a heat in France? A Bourdain. You, you did send these to me, Ben. I could have bailed you out. You didn't sure. use them, so I'm all good. Funny thing is, it's so hard to find that clip. I've never been able to find that clip. So unless you have a Sarge DVD or something, it's on. I look I for know. it all the time to find that. I'm not looking for a point here, but it's on a movie called Y2K, uh, which I think came out on VHS. <laughs> ah, Sarge is from 2000. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you're in a saloon, you two, you'd be shot for table talk. <laughs> 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 I didn't know Derek could break code like that. I didn't know you. <laughs> I, hacked I hacked into your secret code. It was like, what's the name of the guy in the, uh, who cracked the Germans code, but he, because he was a homosexual. Turing. Uh, Alan, yeah. Alan yeah, Turing. Yeah. Well, when you say treated purely, they electrocuted his fucking brain. They gave him electric shot treatment. Fucking they had to torture him because when he cracked the code, he went, Ooh, look at this! I fucking cracked the code and I fucking yes. this! Blew <laughs> the secrets. It, it wasn't Liam Gallagher, but yeah, cheering. <laughs> different, different, different type of Englishman. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, next question. What two surfing heavyweights were rumored to have another fight? In the toilets at the Hallieva Beach Park. Correct. And I think it speaks volumes for Kobe's character that he heard the Johnny Boy was very upset with him, so he happily agreed to a fight in the Dunnies. Which famed surf journalist was the son of a pro wrestler father and a diplomat mother? Oh, that was me, man. So that I was unaware your father was a pro wrestler, Derek. Yeah. Killer Carl Cox. What, what, Carl um, Cox. what sort of format was it? What was the, what was the league? Yeah, yeah, theatrical wrestling. Like four wrestling, you know, like the... Square. You, know the one, you know when you're at home on, on, um, in Australia on a Sunday and it'd come on about one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday and everyone had kind of orange underpants and blue underpants and, um, and it's like WWE. Well, um, was he like a massive? Was he not a big dude? He's pretty big. But once he, he famously um, faked a man's death by, by holding him in his bare hands and like, like pretended to snap his back. That's what it's called. Killer Carl Cox. You ready, Ben? Right, yeah, right. I'm ready. Okay. Match the job to the former pro. So there's three jobs and there's three people to match them up with. Good question. School bus driver, baggage handler, car park attendant, and the, uh, and the people to match it up with are 93 world champ Pauline Mensa, Russell Winter, or Brendan Margo Margeson. So who was the school driver? Uh, Pauline Mensa. Exactly. Baggage handler? Margo Margeson. And the car park attendant was? Uh, Russell Winter. Abbott Russ. Yeah. Abbott. Yes, one out of one. All right. Kendall uh, Lane. Well, I chatted to Gary Green. He's also a baggage handler. And he, re- he reckons it's like it's where free surfers go to, to die for their penance for all their trips they've done over the years. Now they're actually packing. Taking- <laughs> Is that going to be in the next surf breaks? Gary Green, live from Sydney International. Uh, you, you, I can't divulge the surf breaks stuff, but yeah, I mean, you, you never know. You just yeah. like, he'd be like, he'd be like, 
wait a second, I'm going to load this cocaine into this other bottom of this bag. <laughs> Gary Green is still my favorite mm-hmm. surfer. He's a funny man, he's, too. He's a beautiful surfer, that's for sure. Very funny man. Okay, hit me, Derek. All right, number two. Kenan Lane famously caught a con- controversy by using a waterproof radio headset for beach light-up signals. But which other pro Kornerman duo, not wired up, got the set calls wrong at the Super Tubos final in 2011, gifting the event win to Adriana D'Souza? Um, there's a team doing calls. Yeah, so which, which this, this smells like guesswork, doesn't it, from Monday? It's desperation station already. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it... Was it a male and female pair? Uh, well, it depends on the. Think of quite an obvious, uh, quite an quite an obvious. Don't, don't Gabby, search Gabby too hard. Gabriel Medina and his stepfather Charlie. No, Kelly and Belly. <laughs> Kelly and so Belly, and you're um, you know a little bit about the scenario. What happened? Kelly, Kelly was Belly. really angry. Like Belly was like, I don't know, whatever the single was like, not this one, go the next one. Kelly like waited. The next one was just a shit two footer. And I wouldn't call uh, that gender knowledge. Just like, that's just at the beach at next to D'Souza. got the, got like the win, and the, and that was the same event where for no reason at all. Kelly was surfing the heat and D'Souza was in the next heat. And as he paddled out, he just like splashed Kelly in the face, like really angry and kind of dissed him for no reason at all. So there was a little bit behind it. But yeah, Belly fucked up massively. Ben, that is general knowledge. I'm a little bit disappointed that A, you didn't know it, and B, that you're having a little bit of a cry about it as well. I mean, Kelly and Belly. What isn't pro yeah, surfing I mean, about Kelly and fucking Belly? It should be your, your go to answer for every question. You want to get to Kelly? You got to go through Belly. Basically, Gabriel wasn't on the two. Wasn't even on. Uh, he got on the second yeah, half of that year, he didn't he? Halfway through, yeah. He'd been on for one event. Yeah. He got in the San Francisco. He won France. And anyway, if yeah. only that was the question. Let's not get Real bogged knowledge. down. Anyway, <laughs> keep on going. Uh, you ready, Benny? Okay. Yes. Question number three. And you've got one out so far. Anglicised Aussies. Which, which Watford-born regular foot was raised in Oz, where he learned to surf and won an Aussie junior title, featured in the middle of summer, Bell segment, before returning to motherland, coming out with Union Jack sprayed pro model surfboard? Uh, Ted Spencer. Ooh, Rod Sumter. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, question four. That's a good, very good question. Probably the hardest question ever loosed upon mankind. But, <laughs> um, okay, question question four. Uh, Griggsy, Gandhi, or is it Rummy or Rumi? Rumi, Rumi. Okay, Griggsy, Gandhi, Gandhi Rumi. Who's deep thought? So I'm going to give you a quote. You're going to tell me if it's Rumi, Griggsy, or Gandhi. <laughs> Some okay. three of the great philosophers of our time. <laughs> so just yeah. for anyone so that doesn't, doesn't know, by the way, Matt Griggs, a former um, QS sort of surfer turned kind of rip curl tall guy now he's a keely meditation instagram philosopher and a very good friend of ben mondi's too and mine you have friends go way back (laughs) (laughs) okay benny okay right first quote what you seek is seeking you rumi gandhi or griggsy give them them all three i reckon let them choose 
All right, okay, cool. So the, the three quotes are, what you seek is seeking you. Um, the future depends on what you do today. And a good way to look at your life is look at the motion of it. So what you seek is seeking you. I mean, they all, they all could be Grigsy. Uh, they all could be Gandhi. Uh, I think the motion one is uh, Rumi. I think okay, the yeah. Gandhi one, I think the, what was the first one? What you seek is seeking you. I think that is uh, Grigsy. And I think the second one's Gandhi. You got one of them. Grigsy, Gandhi, Rumi. So, so Rumi said what you seek is seeking you. Gandhi said the future depends on what you do today. Uh, and Gandhi, interestingly, as in Winston Churchill, he used to uh, hate the blacks of South Africa. thought that the he Indian did. man would um, yeah. pass security to the... Um, well, he thought there was a hierarchy, didn't he? Yeah. We're all tarred with the same brush, as they say. Okay. Um, so, yeah, nothing there, Ben. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Good um, surf trivia knowledge, though. Good general surf trivia knowledge, though. Oh, it's, a fun, it's a fun question. Um, it's broadening horizons, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's tackling the big topics, Ben. So, yeah, it's, it was a good question, actually. Yeah, but this one, this one you know, Ben, this is, this is Aussies, fucking lots of shit, surfing, blah, blah, blah. So question five, so far two, two out of four. And the uh, question is, shit out the, well, the, the topic of this, the subtopic, the, <laughs> the subreddit of this Reddit thread is shit out from the piss. Which drunken Western Australian pro surfer once of the WCT accosted, once of the WCT, accosted the young, unsuspecting Nathaniel Curran, brother of Tim, launching a vicious tirade of repeated, you're living off your brother's name, outside Dick Sandbar in Hossigor in the mid-noughties. You're living off your brother's name. For no reason <laughs> at all, the guys are standing there like, just didn't even, never, never even spoken to him before. Uh, Nathaniel's lovely boy. Jake Try Patterson. again. I'm going to give you another chance. Got quite a sort of big head, and he hadn't been on the tour yet. So think younger. And he rides the Channel Islands. He lives in America now. What did? Oh, yeah. No, I was talking about the former, but the latter rides the Channel Islands too, doesn't he? I thought he was in the 1990s. No, no. This or is the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, Yay, Nickel. Yes. Boom. Yeah. How did you know that? That just came when you said he knew. Just my person yelling at people outside Dick Samba. <laughs> and that, that narrows it down somewhat. How many Western Australians have been on the CT since well, that's the right. 2000s? Actually, like Taj, Taj. Like, He's, come on. Yeah. Oh, couldn't have been Taj. Yeah. It sounded like Snake, though. Yeah. It's going to be Taj, Snake, or uh, yeah, it's a. Snake ever done anything yeah, that kind of interesting or funny? Has he ever said anything vaguely funny in his life? Can you can you do his voice, please, Ben? You do it really well. Which one? Jake Patterson. <laughs> you know <laughs> Jake Patterson impersonation? You're very good at it. I've heard it a million times. You used to entertain all of EMAP with your Ben, with your uh, Jake Patterson. Ah, uh, not, not doing Snake. No, I think that's Ronnie. That's the best Snake ones. What about, what about when Jake came in to premiere his um, movie in the Highlander <laughs> It was a failed on the face 360. <laughs> Hotels, you remember? We used to like joke about it. whenever you need ballast or you had to give something away, you just go on the tracks off. There'd be about 400 snake tails DVDs just stacked up against the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, only DVD, the only DVDs ever to be sent back, huh? <laughs> you know what we used to We used to tell advertisers we sold 40,000. We saw, and we actually sold 15,000. But yet, when you got a cover mount, you had to order 40,000 of them. 
somewhere we just had like these truckloads of like. Well, I was, yeah. t- I, was telling, I was telling Wade Goodall about that the other day because when we were at Stab, we burnt, I think, um, 30,000 copies of Passion Pop because we ordered 40,000 and we only printed 10. <laughs> and the printers had to put, you know, a few hundred in the incinerator every day. And uh, it took them about two months to burn 30,000 DVDs. So another, another great round and yet more surf trivia fun. Who's next? I got Paul all day. Oh, bring this it. Gonna be, this is going to be tough. In the words, in the words of the Wu Tang Clan, bring the ruckus, bring the motherfucking ruckus, Jazz. At the Swatch Women's Pro, uh-huh. uh, circa what year was it exactly? Twenty twelve. One point. Twenty twelve. Oh, not one. Which famous surfer lost her face on the reef of Chopu? Um, that's Keala Kennelly. Boom. Keala Kennelly. How many stitches was it? I don't know. It's horrific injury. When she won the big wave world title, she claimed to be the first out uh, world champion surfer, but that was corrected by Corey Uh-oh. Schumacher. Yep, Corey Schumacher got real mad. Who was a longboard world champ in 2011 or something and then boycotted the China event. Um, not to, not meaning to bring Swatch back in. It's not like I'm on a retainer. <laughs> I'm not on a retainer. And then I bloody wish I was. But um, yeah, she boycotted China. When not and I didn't, I went. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, cool. were you were you calling the China event? I was supposed to, but they didn't do a broadcast that year because they were worried that someone might run on in a free Tibet T-shirt. But I did do it this year. It's not my only QS that ran this year, and it was called the China Corona Open. Believe it or not, it's perfect. I, Nick Carroll and his brother Tom recently <laughs> sur- you love served, Tom Carroll <laughs> served big guns. <laughs> Uh, out somewhere in Australia, Nick wrote a review of his 9-8 Christensen. On Beach how Grid. big, on Beach Grid, how big was Tom's gun? Nick's was 9-8. How big was Tom? I'm going to say 7-2 Rawson. It was a Rawson. You're totally right. And I don't actually know. So 7-2, <laughs> it looked a couple inches shorter than like Nick's 18, in the picture. 18 wide or something quite narrow, I'm guessing. It it was a Rawson. I mean, that, that one's easy. Have you been but, watching any of his Instagram lives, by the way? Of Tom's? Yeah. No, are they he did the, good? He's just breathing. He did them every day, pretty much, during the lockdown. And it was just, as far as I could tell, it was him sitting in his lounge room with a beard, just breathing into his phone. I mean... <laughs> so, no, they're fucking terrible, but, you know. Yeah. Not much happened. Okay. You ready for your last question? Uh, yep. What are you? You're you're I think I'm looking for... pretty good so far. Yeah. Are you? Have you smoked them all? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What job does Tyler Wright's girlfriend have? And or ex girlfriend? What is she? Um, Tyler Wright recently came out. I think yep. or yeah. announced that she had a girlfriend. Yeah. What is her girlfriend? I uh, didn't watch the clip, but she's a pop singer or pop star or something. Actress. No, nope. I don't. I honestly don't know. I mean, this one, I don't know how you don't know, to be honest. She's an astronaut. And are they, did they break up in the thing? Are they still together or did it? They've broken up since. Yeah, it felt that it was a it was an ex, which I don't know how, if you if you got an astronaut, I don't know how you let it go, to be honest. There you go. Um, good stuff. Well, I think that's glorious victory for Riley and Evans. Can we do it again? Yeah, that's good. really good. Well, really it's been really, really fun. Thanks for coming, boys. I mean... It's good to see you again, Ben, Paul. 
you guys are the ones who suffered. It is mid-afternoon here and early morning. Well, what time is it for you, Derek? And not that in the morning. Oh, it's not even early. Derek's got yeah. a full day of beach gritting ahead of him. Oh, I do not envy you. <laughs> What's coming up? What's coming up on beach grit? What come? What can I look forward to on, on the world's most we popular surfing website? We did a podcast yesterday with Ben Gravy. So that's, I listened um, to that. I listened to it today, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you impressed by Ben? Is he the guy that does the impressions of Trump and stuff? That no, no, one? that's uh, that's John, <laughs> that's John Wayne Freeman, I think. Ah, uh, okay. No. I, was, I thought it'd be a bit more interesting. You just, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a critic. You know, you know me. I don't like to sort, of, don't like to judge people. But I, I no. think it was that super fascinating. I thought you two came over better than he did. Let's put it that way, diplomatically. <laughs> the guy that does his impersonations looks like Ben Gravy, but. Yeah, so I was expecting him. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking hilarious. Like, he's going to do like, really good impressions. He's went, I used to be sponsored by Billabong. I went to Chopu. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Um, thanks. It's been really, really yes. fun. Unlucky Monday and Chaz. Well done, Derek and I. And let's do it again real soon. Love you. Well, that was really cool. Great to have Chaz and Derek alongside me and Monday doing some quizzing and what good sports they were, the beach critters. And don't forget, you can get in touch with the show. Send us a tweet at Wavelength Mag. Drop us a DM on Instagram, Wavelength Surf Mag. Send us an email if that's your thing, editor at wavelengthmag.com. Meanwhile, uh, we're just putting the finishing touches together on the latest print issue of the mag. So that's going to be coming out hopefully sometime shortly in June. Uh, it promises to be a pretty cool issue. Editor Luke Gartside has been slaving away over a hot MacBook Pro, putting that one together, all themed around mythology and surfing. Looks like a really cool issue. Don't forget to go on the site, wavelengthmag.com. Check out some of the fantastic subscriptions offers on there, some of the subs gifts you can get alongside your two premium print editions of the magazine. Of course, if you like podcasts, Wavelength has other channels as well. Inspired Surfers is the podcast that's also up there on Wavelength. Check out the podcast tab at the top of the navigation bar. Do subscribe if you haven't already on your phone's pod app on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend. Feel free to leave us a comment as well. That's always good. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. Take care of yourselves. Look forward to talking to you soon. It's not the length podcast.